is the story of H Industries, how we came to be and where we're going. It's available on Medium, and thanks for checking out this podcast. So today I wanted to tell you the story of how H Industries came to be in 2015, how it became what it is today, and where we're going next. This is a very long-form article, and I feel it's the right time to tell it. It's hoped to inspire aspirational engineers, entrepreneurs, and designers of all kind who dream of great things. Now, the origin of this post took particular inspiration from Jason McCarthy's annual updates for GoRock, and they are always an incredibly honest read from a startup to market leader business that I've admired for years. So I came up with this idea when I was finishing my master's in project management in 2015. And I was moving back to Sydney to work for Commonwealth Bank as a project deployment team member. My dad and I used to watch Stargate every Thursday for years and conversations over the end of that year solidified the idea you see before you today. The concept was built up in notebooks and mind maps and design scribblings while I traveled for a year across Australia's capitals and I kept failing to break it. I originally studied mining engineering in New South Wales in 2009 to 13, because I loved the sheer scale of the projects and it gave me a really well-rounded education in planning large-scale projects from idea through to operation. Due to my thesis work in applying a different underground blasting technique in a new context, I was one of the few graduates that year to secure a role. I joined Itasca Australia a mining engineering consultancy specialized in numerical modeling. Sadly, their business and training plans changed about the same time as the domestic mining crash continued through into 13. So 2014, I started back in supermarkets and I got into a master's of project management at RMIT so I could stay in Melbourne. After nine months, I got my first project role at Frame the firm delivering the majority of Melbourne Airport's IT upgrades at the time. I work full-time helping deliver small changes, plan schedules, and eventually was placed in a PMO role under a great mentor who had dozens of years' experience running international operations for a top-tier aerospace business, all while completing the master's full-time at night school. As you can already see, these varied experiences form the protozoic pieces of what would become H Industries today. At CBA, I was part of successively larger projects and had several great mentors who I still strive to emulate. All of them understood that over 80% of projects fail in delivery, so were studiously and rigorously avoiding that while delivering on some broad organizational changes. The first was a toughened delivery manager who came from a nearby beach in Sydney. He was responsible for a team spread across Australia, delivering change in almost every location across the enterprise. The second was a wartime program leader who succeeded in getting a challenging infrastructure change done on time with less than a year remaining and about half the work to go. The third, an innovative design and pilot project manager who'd spent years in Silicon Valley learning to create foundational systems from scratch. I had the right people around me at the right time, and an idea that just kept me awake at night. Throughout 2016 and 17, my design matured in leaps and bounds, and I still couldn't break it, or find a reason for it not to work, no matter how much I read. It was just like my thesis, an electromagnetic field blasting technique applied in a new context. The basic mechanics of it 
uh, from the ring launcher experiment. So I knew the physics physically worked, and satellites have used various solar cells and batteries and electromagnets for years, so I know the components worked. I changed jobs in mid-2017 to start contracting as a project manager in a large business transformation of a major electricity provider. Due to the work pressure, my downtime became reading research papers and underlining the good bits in red in the morning, and then typing them up brain dead late on the way home. By the end of 2017, I had amassed tens of thousands of words of scientific journal references that often included manufacturer and part number details for industrially available components. By this point, I had several concept papers on various topics. The start of a design paper and the first full iteration of my Excel design calculator. It's now over 700 lines deep and the interaction of 23 different satellite components. The left-hand side is a list of systems and components with drop-downs to select different items or iterations. Now, this calculator has advanced a lot since that first formulation, and it has allowed me to rapidly iterate design and produce a lot of the content today, but I digress. I really love Excel. The first time when I hit enter and saw the first result was greater than the required, I screamed yes so hard I almost fell off my seat. A six-month backpacking trip followed my final project in Sydney, finishing in September 2018. I sold almost everything and was taking off on my fourth trip to compile all my research into the first full design paper. I would tourist for a week or two, then settle somewhere cheap to live the lifestyle for a month, and just told people I was working on some B-grade sci-fi story if it ever came up. The first full formulation of my design paper came to a polished 26-page primer and a very unpolished 70-page design doc that has now doubled the length. With that done, I went back to Melbourne in February 2019. This was the city where I felt most at home, and again I set about restarting from scratch with a good resume in hand. I went to seven different schools, lived in London for a few formative teenage years, and my parents always taught me to be thoroughly self-sufficient because dad worked in airline projects and mum was a specialist intensive care nurse. Their loving household and origin to success story still forever inspires me. It's a big part of the drive to achieve so I can help as many people as possible and hopefully later our environment too. Freshly returned and ready to get down to work, I set out to join a good project team and find my next mentor that would shape my rough edges into something resembling crisp professionalism that I had so admired in senior project professionals and would later need to lead my budding business. I joined the IT PMO at Bega an Australian food manufacturer working under a project director who was that mentor that I had sought. She was a fantastic leader to learn from, having handled some serious airline project issues previously. She pushed me to deliver multiple concurrent projects and helping the IT team coordinate hardware upgrades across the business's growing factory count. Throughout 2019, I developed my business delivery plan and created another extensive document distilled to a still far too dense project delivery deck. By this point, I developed a few hundred pages of documentation and slides, along with a comprehensive design calculator. My website and Twitter were registered back in 2019, 
and I've been tweeting out into the void as a development log to give the project a timeline and demonstrate commitment and legitimacy. It was a lot of fun sending silly tweets late at night as I beef it away, and honestly a good bit of a stress release. The H Industries website started as a .org in 2017 with a simple liftoff slogan, two lines on the project and an ask for people to stay tuned. It morphed into its second form with the Tech Primer delivery deck and social links in mid-2019. I finished my contract at Bega in that October, registered the business, and set out to find funding. On December 29th, I posted my concept papers to Medium, a pitch to YouTube, and entries to GoFundMe, Kickstarter, and Equitize. I guess hindsight really is 2020 because by January 2nd, only the GoFundMe remained. The Kickstarter raised $100 before it was shut down, and the GoFundMe got nothing, despite remaining up. It might not have been the best pitch, but it was definitely the wrong market. Financial necessity kicked in, and by February 21, I had secured a new project job. But that was short-lived, and only lasting until April, as the global pandemic set in and all the contractors were let go. After a few more unsuccessful platform submissions, including getting banned from OnlyFans, I realized the easiest way to raise funding was right in front of me. My housemate introduced me to crypto in early 2016, and I've been an avid news follower and successful trader, using my knowledge of IT infrastructure for years now. It paid for a whole bunch of my backpacking trips, and formed the foundational savings for the current strikeout full-time. I updated the website to include an angel Bitcoin address, in the hope of finding the right type of people. I was actively publishing throughout lockdown, so it was a great time to focus and bury myself in the business until financial necessity made me take a data entry role an hour from home, generating six hours minimum wage for a 10 hour day. I used my trading skills to pay down some debt and accrue modest savings, but not gonna lie, that was a hard time. And I am eternally thankful to my partner at that time for her support to keep going. By April 2021, I had amassed 30k in savings, although large debts still remained, and made significant progress publishing articles and videos, all the while polishing internal papers, so all the right pieces were in place. Plenty more needed to be done to secure funding, but it was enough to get the right interest if I happened upon it. I focused on delivering content to grow web traffic and test different approaches to gain feedback without generating too much attention before I was ready for it. The plan was to quietly add fuel to the fire throughout 21, hoping to attract angel donations and from September, equity investors. I spent July to September refining the business plan and building the pieces needed to conduct a venture capital offering as a one-man operation by creating the dedicated Bitcoin wallet and equity offering contract for one of the most insanely inspirational high-risk investment endeavors people have ever heard of. Next, I focused on creating a series of YouTube videos as the scattered 2017, 18, 19 material is locked away in a deep vault. Now, throughout this time, I've been developing a four to five page academic paper on exactly how this novel propulsion method works. 
and it was submitted to the IEEE's Transactions on Applied Superconductivity on January 15th. It was rejected, uh, understandably out of their scope, and I skipped a few basics because they're the journal. Uh, but I have submitted my revised paper of 7,500 words on the 3rd of April. And it explains all the basics to the journal. So we will see if refocusing it has brought it within their scope. And here's to hoping. I'll hopefully be able to share that result in a month or two, but uh, TBD. In the meantime, I had managed to attract my first two equity investors in late November. Now, again, this was such a surprise that I'd inadvertently failed my own 48-hour SLA by checking the wallet three days after the first transaction. It was lucky that he was pretty nice about it, and several weeks later, as even helped with one of the business's first venture capital meetings. To date, that makes three investors and eight prospective capital-raising meetings, and now all hinges on the peer review of my paper. I know it works. You can YouTube the ring launcher experiment. My model works, and I still haven't managed to find a way to break it yet, despite doing a detailed failure mode analysis. With the peer review in hand, and several more videos made on the business plan, equity offer, and Bitcoin funding method, I'll begin to advertise heavily, pitching to deliver $3 million in funding for phase one, a full feasibility study with a team of seven engineers, physicists, and project professionals, producing a verdict on technical viability, business viability, and a mass manufacturable schematic evolved from my Mark Zero design. I've compiled a list of over 600 websites, businesses, and people to contact with the media pack, so here's to hoping I don't hit my burn down of personal savings remaining in roughly April. If you could donate to the Bitcoin angel address or become the next equity investor, it would allow development of the industry standard MATLAB model to begin and business activities to continue to evolve while producing ever more content. I've dreamed of realizing this design for years and the vision of what it could enable off-world and help fix here at home is still what keeps me up at night. My name is Morgan Wegener, the founder of H Industries, and I want to say thank you for listening to my story.